0: welcome to the gt reboot this week the nintendo snes classic was announced 343 industries offered its blessing for a fan-made halo game and one of arcane studios co-founders announced his resignation from the creators behind the dishonor series we are so excited to talk to you about all these news stories this week so let's boot up Welcome to another episode of the Gaming Trend Reboot. My name is Joe DeClara, and I am not joined by my co-host, uh, Mike Pierce. I'm already forgetting his name. He's already... He's moved away, and I've forgotten his face. <laughs> so sad. Bye, Mike. Yeah. He's dead to us. No, he's... Uh, he. Mike is now currently moving to uh, the... Across the pond to the UK uh, mm-hmm. to live there, because that was a decision he made. Uh, so... For now, it's without him. He's very busy, uh, but he held down the fort for me as I was ill last week, so I will do the same for him now. Uh, I'm news editor of Gaming Trend, and I am joined by two fantastic editors of our site, uh, one Hunter Wolf. Hunter, how are you? Good, guys. How you doing? Doing well, and we are also joined by Christian DeCoster. Christian, hello. Hey, listen. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hold Did you on. really wow. go there, Christian? That's rude, Christian. What is
1: this? <laughs> You didn't do people it. Taking so my, someone
2: had to. People taking my people taking my profile pictures on the Slack channel. Taking <laughs> yeah, my Hunter, you, in you will
0: have no identity soon. We'll have, have just stripped you of everything. Yeah, that's tough. So, uh, well, with Nintendo on the mind, uh, we want to talk a little bit Nintendo news. I want to just jump right into it because Mike will never let me open the show with Nintendo news because he <laughs> likes to peg me as a Nintendo uh, super fanboy. But it's just I just appreciate Nintendo news, just like any other rational news editor. So with that, let's talk about some SNES classic It is here. It is, not here, but it is official. It has been revealed. Nintendo is going to be releasing an SNES classic mini console, and it will come with 20 games plus one extra game in the form of Star Fox 2, which was never released before. And it will come with two SNES controllers, cables, all sorts of wonderful cables, and obviously the 21 games we mentioned and it's a uh, pretty strong lineup. If I do say so myself, gentlemen, how are you feeling on this, uh, this second iteration on the classic Nintendo series?
1: I I'm pumped for it. I, the one thing was, I was kind of surprised not to see Chrono trigger on the, uh, on the lineup. Mm. Uh, but other than that, like I'm, I'm pumped. I'm going to make myself like a full suit of armor out of Nintendo boxes mm and just, like, wait out front of uh, Best Buy and just fight anyone who tries to take one before I do. That's <laughs> a
0: terrible idea. You will be arrested, for sure.
1: <laughs> I also don't think that would be very intimidating
2: if someone uh, who really wanted the yeah. the, the console
1: um, saw you in boxes, so... It just saw a giant moving mass of, like, yeah. 3DS boxes <laughs> run towards them.
0: I yeah. mean, they, they may find it intimidating, but with the... Uh, track record that nintendo has for these classic series consoles if you will uh they probably won't be thrown because they'll uh be pretty resolved in having to do whatever they can to get one of these consoles because as everyone probably remembers the infamous nes classic mini whatever you want to call it uh last year was notoriously scarce in production and at retail uh i remember reports coming out that uh Certain like restockings only had like the first stock of these consoles only had like eight to 12 consoles at like places like Best Buy and GameStop and then restocks of those consoles at the same popular venues uh, were only like two or three consoles and they were like just absurdly chased after it was like one of the hot items of uh, the holiday season and it Mm -hmm. was just absurd how few of these things there were and then it was of course discontinued earlier this year so what do you guys think of what's going on with the super nintendo nintendo says there's going to be more of these but what do you what do you expect to see
2: I mean, I'll see it when I believe it because I know that there were issues with um, getting a Switch and the NES Classic. And I even remember when the Wii came out, that one was hard to get um, at launch. I remember when we got ours, it was like a couple months later and my dad had to – he was a truck driver then. He had to drive out of state to meet a guy in another state who had picked one up for us and had to drive it back so like i said I'll, I'll believe it when i see it they say they got more that's great
1: yeah 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 i i don't have too high hopes for it i'm I, it's funny you bring up the switch because i have been trying to find one for the longest time
0: oh you're on the hunt now <laughs>
1: I, i'm on the hunt and i'm on the hunt for uh just the switch and not the 400 hundred dollar package that gamestop is trying to sell me with <laughs> sure. the switch and other stuff yeah sure. yeah but uh So with that in mind, like, I'm, I don't think, uh, I I think it'll probably like go from impossible to find to just very hard to find.
2: Mm.
1: Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I don't think everyone's going to walk away from this happy with a NES or a SNES classic. I think more people are going to, but still not many.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I certainly hope for that. Um, What we're now hearing more is like a bit more candor from Nintendo. Never a lot of candor from Nintendo. Uh, They're always very uh, shelled and very uh, closed off as far as uh, anything goes. But uh, they were saying things like there will be more... uh, production of this they're 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 gonna have more focus on production for this console uh but they did say it is still gonna be a limited run uh they don't plan Mm -hmm. on continually making these indefinitely um which i think is not a terrible idea if this is the plan it looks like they might start circulating these consoles i don't think they're gonna go for like the n64 classic and then the gamecube classic they're gonna run out of ideas and uh run out of classic you know, games a little too quickly and virtual uh, boy
1: classic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Rough. Mm. Uh, maybe they could do like a game boy classic and then they could circulate those three. That would be pretty okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's a good idea. Um, and I think it's fine if they don't have a ton of production. I used to have a, I was baffled by, the NES Classic. Uh, You guys Mm. probably remember, I just ranted about it all throughout (laughs) the holiday season last year. Uh, Now this starts to make a little more sense. Um, The way they say it is that they didn't expect people to, uh, who already had played the games, already had it on digital uh, platforms to want to get it. They didn't, account for that nostalgia factor and or more importantly that novelty item factor right just having this cool desk thing that can play those games so they said that's why they decided not to produce a lot of them but i still think that's a little bogus i think that they just are bad with production and uh they're bad with uh putting out hardware as we see with the switch and as we see saw with the wii for sure yeah Yeah.
1: And as we saw with the amiibos like a thousand times <laughs> over.
0: Yeah, again, the amiibo was like a well, especially that first line, I remember it being yeah. hard to find a bunch of them. I I
1: don't know. I all I remember was like I I just wanted a robin an amiibo, and those were like the impossible one to find. And now mm-hmm. I have one somewhere around here, but <laughs> I think I think it got lost in the move. Yeah.
0: yeah, once you have it, it's like not even a concern anymore. Mm.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, by the time I picked it up, it was like a year later and I was just like, oh, cool. I guess I can get this now.
0: Yeah. So let's Uh, – The hype
2: isn't there then. That stinks. Yeah. It's like when you get a game at launch, you know, you're getting it at this really cool time because you're hyped, you know, as a gamer. It's the same thing, you know. You had to wait to get it. It's like I have never played Journey, but Journey is now $6 on the PSN sale. So I'm going to get it, but I'm not as excited for it now because the hype is gone.
0: Well, P- Journey. Real quick sidetrack. Journey's tough. If it's on sale, then maybe it's a good time. But Journey is, uh, first and foremost, a multiplayer game. So you want to make sure other people are on, because you can yeah. play through the whole thing and never see anyone, and that's just—it's not the same game.
1: The same. Yeah. So, that's why um, I was. Oh, sorry. That's why I was fun <laughs> when I was on PS Plus as well.
0: Yes. Exactly. Everyone mm. was playing it again. Yeah. Okay, so before we get sidetracked too much, uh, maybe we should run through the games here because uh, it's a pretty cool lineup. I have not played all these games. I did not have a Super Nintendo growing up, although I grew up in that era, and uh, I played plenty of them through a friend uh, that whose house I practically lived at back in grade school and going into middle school. But uh, Mm -hmm. anyway, the games listed, maybe we'll just list them off. It's Contra three, Donkey Kong country, earthbound, final fantasy three, which is final fantasy six to the real fans. uh, F zero Kirby, superstar Kirby's dream course, legend of Zelda link to the past. Mega man X secret of mana, star Fox one and two street fighter two, super Castlevania four, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Mario RPG, uh, Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Punch Out, and Yoshi's Island. That's a. Gosh. That is a hefty list, yeah.
1: It is like a best of, with possibly the exception of Super Punch Out.
0: Sure, yeah. I did not play Super Punch Out, but I believe it. But that is, yeah, a very. That's an excellent lineup. Uh, the NES Classic lineup was good. Uh, they definitely missed out on a couple of uh, essentials, if I uh, were to say so myself. Uh, this one, I hear you on the... Um, was it Chrono Trigger? Chrono Trigger, uh, yeah. That's, a that's missing the only one. one I can think of, though. I've heard something that uh, one of the artists... Uh, who worked on that game uh, has like the rights to something uh, to some aspect of that game. And they have to, they might have to right. like pay them off every time they republish it. So maybe that's a mm. factor. Yeah. Uh,
1: and I know they switched over to Sony for a while because that's the sequel was on the PlayStation, I believe. Mm, mm. Um, yeah. I, I could, I could be just talking out of chrono cross.
0: Yeah. It was on the PlayStation. I'm pretty sure, but uh, I don't know if it wasn't on the uh, super Nintendo. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure about that. But, I mean, with the list put here, uh, for what you're missing, uh, Chrono Trigger, you have Secret of Mana and Final yeah. Fantasy VI to fill that gaping hole. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. I think Final Fantasy VI is a better RPG, but that's just me.
1: I, well, it's, it's not like that was, like, the make or break for me. I was just like, oh, no Chrono Trigger, just screw it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's all I wanted.
0: So. Which, how many of you guys, you guys are some of our youngins on the, uh, on the crew, the GT crew, how many of these games have you played or like even just a little bit of it, say through, you know, semi-legal means or whatever it may be (sighs) (laughs) semi-legal. No, think
2: um, I I played, oh, go ahead, Christian.
1: Oh, sorry. I I was going to say, uh, just going down the list, uh, Donkey Kong country. I have played earthbound. I have played. Final Fantasy three tried to play it. Um, the copy that I had did not want to run. Oh, okay. Uh, Link to the Past was actually one of the first games that I ever played.
0: All oh, right, I remember uh, you saying that, but it was yeah. one of the Game Boy. It was the Game Boy Advance. It game. was the
1: Game Boy Advance port of it. But it, I mean, it's it's pretty but much it's, the that's same the game.
0: game. It is the game. Yeah. Uh,
1: Mega Man X, I have played. I never finished it because I am terrible at Mega Man games. Um, well, they're hard yeah they' are, they're very difficult uh, other than that super Castlevania four uh, Super Mario Kart oh, wow. Super Mario World super Metroid, and those are the ones i have played
0: wow you have, you've played a lot of these
1: are you older I have, than i, I expect are you, are you
0: like <laughs> uh,
1: yeah what, what I, happened I how just, did you
0: play these games
1: uh through completely legal means sure
0: okay so you Not just went through but, you just went retrospectively and like you you heard of the hit games yeah. of the era and decided to go to back just, and play them.
1: Yeah. I just found one of those lists. That's like top 20 uh, SNES games. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to play a bunch of old SNES games. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I, I, I went back and played a bunch of them. And that's uh, that wild. basic, that was basically like my uh,
0: first semester of freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. I hope studying was involved. That's a lot of game for <laughs> this freshman mean, yeah. for a semester. I,
1: to be fair, I didn't have much of a social life.
0: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's totally fair. Totally fair. Okay, yeah, what think, about what about you, Hunter? What have you played?
1: Um, I played A
2: Link to the Past. I think I got I all I remember, that's the one with the bunny suit, right?
0: Yes, yes, that's the one. Yes.
2: Okay, yeah, I remember that, and I think I played I think I played Secret of Mana for like 15-20 minutes. That's an RPG, isn't it? Oh, wow.
0: It sure is. I have not played Secret of Mana. So but That now was like I'm impressed.
2: On an emulator, and I haven't played any of the yeah any <laughs> of the other ones. Honestly, you ever played Mario World. Mario
0: World, which Super Mario one World. Is That oh, oh that's, that's the, the fourth, the fourth Super Mario game. Yeah, it's now, the one with Yoshi.
2: 64, I think the 3D yeah. one. Yeah, not that the 3D on, one.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> what there's that was cartridge based, wasn't it? Oh my God,
0: Hunter, killing me. Yeah, that's no, honestly, Super Mario. No, I understand. I understand. Super Mario World was the last two D Super Mario game before uh it went three D with the Nintendo sixty four, Super Mario sixty four, yeah. So yeah, Ma- when Mario you read World. that
2: list, I got like anxiety because there's <laughs> I feel like Nintendo is just like this community, you know? It you know you know what you're getting? You're getting your Yoshi and your Mario and your what's that pink guy? Kirby? Kirby. Right? And you're getting your Kirby, and it's kind of intimidating because they have this like massive history and you know, this whole console full of games that I haven't played. Maybe I need to get this to like culture myself.
0: Well, if you're gonna, yeah, play Super Nintendo games, this is not a terrible uh list to start with this is like mm. 20 of the greatest from what i've heard i haven't played all these like i yeah. said but i mean so many of them i have played and they are all fantastic like uh, i've played like 90 percent of these games and uh they're good uh, right. and so i i totally uh approve of you picking mm. up one of these if you can hunter uh god knows it might if be i difficult. can find
2: it yeah. yeah especially in the middle of country pa <laughs>
0: sure Yes, and, and when you do, if you
1: do find one, I recommend highest of all, Earthbound, because it is my favorite game on this list. Oh, yeah.
2: Did I did I just, oh, no, I'm thinking of Earthlock, <clears throat> never mind. It's like a I've, game with gold I think I downloaded, but never played.
1: I was going to say, I've, I've never heard of that, but uh, no, Earthbound, you know, Ness with uh, his, like, psychic powers, and it's weird and quirky, and has that surprisingly dark final boss fight. Mm.
0: I uh I I would say my favorite game on the I mean I probably would just say that Zelda is my favorite game on this list but or Mario because I'm of uh, an I agree like that. with that but but I Final agree. Fantasy three is um I I wonder how that holds up I haven't played it since I played it uh first and I wonder how that game holds up but from what I remember that was like one of the most compelling video game stories I had ever played mm-hmm. at the time so oh, cool. I'm interested to revisit that. Um, My only concern is I kind of wish, like, I love this and I love the idea and I love the idea of having the SNES controller in my hand again and playing it that way. But at the same time, I have those uh, trepidations for uh, the release and for, you know, production. But also, I kind of just wish that Nintendo would come out with a virtual console already. You know, like I've been we've been waiting for that. It may not come the way it sounds, the way it seems and. Uh, it's a totally possible that they end up opting out of doing a virtual console. And looking at this, do you guys think that it's possible that they opt out of virtual console and instead go for this, here's the cons- Here's the games that you want to play, they're on this separate uh, novelty item that you can well, hook up to your TV?
1: If they do, I hope they make enough of them, because part of the thing with the virtual console is that it's easy because you pay $5 and you download a game in two minutes. Mm. Sure. Whereas a, uh, it's obviously seeing as the ma- the first thing we talked about with this wasn't, Oh, look, all these games look great. It's, I wonder if it's going to be possible to get one of these.
0: Yeah. Yeah, mm. absolutely. That's, that's definitely a concern. I mean, even let's say though, that it was more than, uh, accessible. They were just, there were plenty of these and they were producing them yearly. Mm. Would that still be acceptable? Would that be like an okay system instead of the virtual console?
1: I, I feel like I'd be okay with that.
0: I'm so I'd be I'd be a little bummed, I'm not gonna lie. I want these on my switch. Like the switch is now I've been playing a lot of it. Like, I got sick, and I decided to just buy Minecraft randomly. And yeah. I just I, – I enjoyed the living hell out of Minecraft all of a sudden. I thought I would just mindlessly play it because I couldn't really apply myself too much when I was sick because I was just miserable. But I got sucked into Minecraft because you could just pick it up. And it's just the fact that the Switch is so – just so great for chipping away at video games. So – i i want everything on the switch now you know it's like it's probably my favorite console if not playing it on that i'd rather just play on my pc and so that's what i want to do i want to have all my old nintendo games on the switch to be honest
1: i i feel like this episode could be sponsored by the switch just like nintendo send us send us more money well
0: i mean nintendo you you hit us up about that and we'll we can work (laughs) something out for sure Mr. Hunter Wolf, with the scoops here, uh, did not know about this story myself uh, until Hunter brought it to my attention, and a devastating story it is, for me at least. Uh, Rafael Colantonio, one of the co-founders of Arcane Studios, uh, has announced via a Bethesda blog post that he is leaving the company after 20 years of... Uh, running a company, servicing the company, and making incredible games, or leading incredible games. Uh, mm-hmm. He stated that he uh, was on good terms and that he decided after much success and after leading uh, several excellent projects, which I agree with, he uh, is choosing to step out, uh, quote, step out to spend some time with my son and reflect on what is important to me and my future, end quote. Uh, so... Of course, respectfully, I must uh, – well, excuse me. I must respect his wishes for that, but I, I cannot pretend that I am not saddened by this news because mm. uh, as most listeners will know, uh, the Arcane Studios games are some of my favorite games, specifically Dishonored, uh, the original. So sad to hear. Yeah, this, this guy's worked on awesome games, Bioshock 2 and mm. Prey,
2: which everyone's talking about right now. And yeah, yeah Dishonored – I mean, he worked on... I'm sure he worked on a lot of other um, not-as-high-profile titles, but of those, like, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. So he was... uh, Sorry, yeah, Christian. Uh,
1: I was just going to say, he's definitely got a great track record. But from what I've heard of the games industry and how it can be very difficult and not particularly stable, I I can kind of understand why he'd want to leave, I guess. Um, Especially, like, you know, having to move around a lot and stuff like that. It, it is sad to see him go though, because I, I haven't, uh, I haven't gotten around to actually playing all of prey other than the demo, but I, I love the dishonored franchise. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Dishonored, dishonored one is uh, one of my favorite games of all time. If not, like say I, I juggle between, I, I always talk about this as if it means anything, but I always talk about Zelda uh, Majora's mask and dishonored. It's being like my two favorite games of all time. And for reasons I won't rant on about today, but I, I happen, I know that, um, this guy was, uh, heavily, uh, invested in the dishonored franchise, specifically dishonored Two as well. Uh, mm-hmm. he headed that, um, project, uh, Harvey Smith also was involved in project, but I forget, uh, what happened, but Austin arcane studios in Austin, the Austin team, uh, was working on prey while, uh, Colantonio and his team, I think in France was working on Dishonored 2, which is why we got those games almost back to back, you know, only a couple right. months away from each yeah. other. So, uh, and they're two great games. I happen to love Dishonored 2. Uh, me and Hunter reviewed the game, uh, co-reviewed the game together. And, uh, we, we were very high on the game at the time. So, uh, I hope this is just a sabbatical for a short time to use your word, Hunter. And uh, we get him back eventually, maybe in his more seasoned years, and he comes back and makes some more sweet stuff for us.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of talent. And, I mean, his impact, whether he's in the industry anymore or not, he hasn't said that he's leaving the industry. We don't know what this is yet, but his impact is still going to be felt because think of all the people that he has mentored or, or taught, You know, the skills that have been passed down to people, uh, on his teams, those are going to stick around.
0: Sure, of course. Yeah. And uh Harvey Smith is still on at Arcane and that's uh yeah. that's a big uh creative force uh on the team. But uh even so yeah.
1: I- I'm sure Arcane will still keep making because all of <coughs> all of the games that uh they've made like Dishonored and Prey have all had these like huge levels that you're supposed to like explore every inch of and find different paths through. And I don't think they're gonna change that. So,
0: no, no, I don't think they'll change that. It's just the idea of like, you know, who is the creative visionary of these games? Is it Harvey Smith? Is it Colantonio? Is it uh, things, ideas that bubble up from the bottom to the top? Uh, How does that team work? I don't really know, um, to be honest. Uh, I'm sad to not know it and uh, ashamed because it's, again, some of my favorite games here. Uh, But, you know, I would assume that Colantonio is probably a big creative force. Uh, behind those games. Uh, I was a little sour on Prey, to be honest, now that I'm recollecting. Uh, Really? Yeah, it was was just broken, sort of. Like, not totally broken, but just every now and then I'd run across like a a quest bubble, you know, like you check off quests, and one just wouldn't check off even after Uh, I do the thing. And then, like, I get into a room and I feel like I'm not supposed to be there. Like, I got there uh, too early. And just a couple of things that just threw me off and i was kind of done with it and other things came out and i just i put it away but i feel like it's a game i'll come back to maybe in a year or so and then all of a sudden I'll be like oh i was totally wrong this is a great game <laughs> or i'll say yeah it sucks and i don't actually oh, like it but we'll m- see. maybe they'll have
1: patched it by then i hope
0: so that's yeah. definitely a hope that, that kind of sucks because
1: uh arcane like dishonored was a really well polished game like you didn't run into stuff hmm. like that. And it. it <laughs> but Joe might Maybe. disagree. <laughs> well,
0: Dishonored two definitely wasn't, but Dishonored one. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, it I was mean, fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're it, right. It was like,
1: you could do a lot of different things and the game would still sort of react and find right. ways yes. to make it work is what I'm saying. Yes. It, it there were some unpolished areas of it. Sure. Joe doesn't no, like but, the Clockwork but, Mansion in Dishonored 2. <laughs> sure. Well, I hate the Clockwork Mansion as well. I, yeah, I,
2: so I, brilliant. I love that level.
0: <laughs> I, I get the feeling uh, from Distance and having played the game again uh, that it's a little more inspired than I uh, give it credit for. But the fact is the way it was laid out, uh, I just went through it not realizing that the uh, walls, like you can really dive into like exploring the walls and opening up the mansion itself. And yeah. I I just, my first playthrough of that, my first two playthroughs yeah. of that, I just didn't notice that. And yeah. I'm normally someone, I, if I'm tuning my own horn for a second, I'm normally someone who really scours an area and like uh, tries to um, absorb everything around me. And I really yeah. like to explore everything. So... For that I was I was just frustrated with the level. Um so in it's, my review I scalded it for that. Yeah.
1: It's not very intuitively laid out. And by the time I got to the end where it's like you know the, you know how like the non lethal thing was like lobotomizing the guy or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: that
1: was
2: frustrating. Like, I didn't I,
1: like that. At that point when I saw like I had to do all that, I just set him down and shot him because I didn't yeah. want to deal with that. <laughs> like I ended my non lethal playthrough because I was like, I'm not dealing with this right now. Damn, damn.
0: Noah, uh, I wanted to just comment on what you had said, Christian. I th- you're actually, you're totally right. Uh, the, the, f- the, considering the sheer amount of experimentation you could do in Dishonored, Dishonored 1 was definitely a very functional game. And it yeah. was on a stable engine, too. It was on the Unreal Engine. Uh, and this most recent Dishonored game, I feel like part of the issue was they had created this new Void Engine, which while gave us a lot of really Beautiful visuals, uh, I think, might not have been uh, totally stable yet. It was their new custom-made yep. engine, and that might have been part of the issue. I don't know anything about making games, so I wouldn't actually know. But I, I, I just from playing it and from seeing the differences in functionality and movement, I, I would be willing to bet that that was part of the issue with Dishonored 2.
1: Well, yeah. And I mean, I guess if it's your first try with an engine, it's always going to be a little a little more difficult than something like the Unreal Engine, where it's like there are entire classes that you can take on
0: how to use it. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So today, a story came out uh, regarding a Halo fan game being designed uh, by a group of young developers. Uh, one game called Installation 01. That's the name of the first Halo that you land on in the original Halo game, by the way. Uh, and the game is uh, basically the uh, tagline around the game is that this young team of developers wants to create a non video game that is uh, centered around the uh, gameplay styles of the original Halo games, of specifically Halo CE or Halo 2, anything, uh, Bunju created. Uh, so that is an interesting idea. Uh, but what's interesting is that 343 Industries, uh, the first party studio from Microsoft that is currently, uh, heading all of the Halo games, uh, recently announced that they are legally backing the Halo-based multiplayer PC game okay. uh Installation 1. So they're giving these guys their blessing and uh as long as they obviously don't make profit on it, they don't try to sell merchandise based on the game or based on the Halo IP, uh as long as no money is involved, uh they are yeah, no giving donations. their blessing. Yeah, yeah, no donations whatsoever. Uh only Just They're allowed to release the game and uh, continue working on the game and advertising it. Uh, So I found this interesting because we've recently spoken about uh, Nintendo fan games like Zelda Breath of the NES, which did take donations, so a bit of an outline. But also games like uh, another Metroid 2 remake uh, that was ceased and desisted by Nintendo, if that's the term, and also Pokemon Uranium. And a bunch of other fan games that were created based on Nintendo IP that Nintendo has time and time again sent out a cease and desist um, f- after years of development and f- no uh, donations requested, no uh, sales being purported, and uh, nothing really that I would imagine damages the IP. Uh, yeah. So I'm wondering, gentlemen, what you feel on Nintendo's stance on the issue and on Microsoft's stance, uh, allegedly on the issue with this recent announcement.
2: Yeah, I mean, I've said it before. I think Nintendo's stance is just too rigid. Um, I I agree to a point that there needs to be some control over the money, right? You can't uh, create a Pokemon game and then sell it because that is not your IP, right? You did not think of that.
0: Um, oh, yeah, absolutely com-
2: completely. There's uh, obviously some innovation and whatnot, but um I feel like it's suppressive. like you could do uh, if you can do art or you can create a cosplay and then sell prints for charity uh, like um, I don't see the big difference between between creating that kind of uh fan servicey art and creating a a game that's not for profit,
1: yeah. I I agree there. I think it's a kind of a labor of love on part of the fans, and I think uh, I don't know. I think it's kind of inevitable as part of a fan base. Like uh, you see, fan made games a lot. Like I, I don't even want to know how many different Undertale fan games people have made. Oh really? Um, And I think the the bigger the fan base, the more they're going to make. And Nintendo has a massive fan base, so. I, I think that yeah, it's just gonna be a part of the a part of that and uh Nintendo's really like kind of cramping everyone's style.
0: Yeah. I I it's, agree. Yeah. It's
2: interesting too. They don't they have Super Mario Maker, which is like inherently a build your own Mario
1: game, right? Right. And they actually shut down a different uh Mario an unofficial Mario Maker software mm-hmm. to make or before they made that as well. Right, yeah, but, I remember that. Yeah. In that case I guess it sort of makes sense cuz they were <coughs> trying to make the same thing and you know.
0: Yeah, of course yeah. they don't want a competitor yeah. out there that's using their IP. But I mean, yeah, absolutely 100% uh fan game made fan made games, excuse me, should never uh request donations or try to sell their product. That is um blatantly stealing IP. That is stealing yeah. someone's property and uh that should not be uh accepted under any conditions whatsoever. Uh but that's not the case for some of these things. Uh Zelda Breath of the NES, I think, while it was a cool idea and while it was interesting and while I right. it brought up the con the um argument again of I wish Nintendo was a little more loose on this, Zelda Breath of the NES was accepting donations. The developer was accepting them. And uh that I think is a little egregious. I don't think uh that like it's obviously the proceeds are going to the game and going to, and they're because of the game. So that, I think, shouldn't be accepted. And Nintendo has said such, but I think, Christian, your point is cogent because uh, this isn't going to end anytime soon. In fact, yeah. games are just going to continue to become easier to make, especially mm. small 2D games and fan remakes or fan-made uh, new ideas based on IP. Uh, yeah. You know, 10 years from now, it's going to be obscenely easy, probably, like, probably kids your age who have never taken classes are going to take a quick coding lesson, or it'll be part of standard,
1: yeah. uh,
0: you know, curriculum for, uh, state schools and, that's just going to be what people do in their spare time. That's that's at least what I see. So, like what's the difference between that and between someone posting something on DeviantArt and it's, you know, Nintendo cartoons? Uh, I I don't yeah. see the difference besides time and um, effort and frankly, that's also begs more the fact that Nintendo is kind of ignoring those things that these people are putting time and effort into these things so yeah it's it's
1: funny that you mentioned that because that that just made me think a class that i took in coding one of the requirements was basically to make like pong sure and that that, that's an old that's an old game that uh so what when is it going to be when it's like okay now remake i don't know something like mario some basic platformer
0: sure i mean like that's the thing ip and then format of a game you know there are nintendo clones out there that are totally in the legal Within the legal ramifications, to do so, right. you can make a Mario clone as long as you don't uh, step on the toes too much and it doesn't look too much like Mario. And you could get away with a lot, to be honest. Yeah, yeah um, I
2: think I think the rule is um, a lot of IP. Uh, you're allowed to use it in a cl- in a classroom environment. So um, if you're um, reusing and it. Um, you know, the AP in an article you're writing for a journalism class, uh, you're not going to get busted. It's legal to use other people's IP in a classroom lab environment. Yeah, right. of
0: course. Anything that isn't uh, publicizing it, putting it out there in the wild, normally it's considered totally legit because yeah, you're just ca- it's right. like you know what are they going to do? They're going to sue you for being in your own classroom
1: and yeah. creating
0: something. You know, that's right. not yeah, that's that's silly.
1: It's kind of I I'm just trying to think of like different mediums. Like it's like when someone, you know, really likes an anime and they make like a an abridged series of it. Like that that's a fan, you know, that's something that the fans mm-hmm. made. It's not replacing the original thing. It's just something that they're enjoying alongside it, I guess.
0: Sure. And and it's important to state to uh, it's important to uh express that yeah, these are technically not legally uh sound things that people are creating right they are still yeah. using other companies ips and making them public and nintendo has every right to uh protect its ip and to send yeah. out these cease and desist they aren't breaking right. any laws they do that sometimes by the way they do uh try to uh monetize things uh content on youtube and content on websites uh because their ip is being used that's not necessarily... even though uh youtubers are using uh, their content under fair use, um, excuse me. Well, they're, they're, it's fair use that they're, uh, implementing with their YouTube videos. But, uh, Nintendo tends to break the rules in their favor because they know, uh, or at least their lawyers know that they won't get a lot of fight back. But, um, in this case, they're totally within the legal, ramifications to say no you can't do this but there are other companies out there like microsoft now who are saying look this is great this is good for ip we think you know to have something out there that and it's good for it's a good uh look for us to say hey you have a great uh project you're working on we love it and uh our fans will love it and our fans will love us saying go ahead you know so nintendo is just going to keep looking worse and worse as this keeps happening and as more, this ha- keeps happening more, like it's not, they're not going to keep it under wraps forever. So right. I yeah. think they should eventually just budge and uh, just loosen up a little bit. If it's not for profit and if it doesn't damage the IP, if you look at it, take the time to look at it, then you'll know yeah. it's not damaging yeah. it. You
1: know, the, the, the other thing that this reminded me of was uh, the thing with Blizzard, with the vanilla wow servers, mm. What was that? The Blizzard, um, you know, they there was a group that uh, had a server for World of Warcraft. Yeah, that was the one point one version of it. None of the updates, none of Mm, the um, nothing, and were just basically playing it the way it was released. And Blizzard came in and shut that down because uh, they weren't receiving any money off of it. Mm. And it kind of. Kind of reminded me of that as well, Uh, because this is the multiplayer meant to be like the original one, right?
0: Yeah, this is supposed to be uh, basically based on a a collection of different mechanics from Halo 1, 2, and 3. But basically, yeah, they're sick of the Halo 4s, Halo 5s, sprint-based, boost-based games. So they're coming back to the original mechanics.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That that was just kind of what I thought of as like, oh, we don't like the way it is now, so let's go back to the old one and re remake that kind of.
2: Yep. It, you know, and Nintendo's stance is also just kind of silly because there I mean the risk the risk is not financial here. They're not gonna yeah. lose money be- on the Pokemon IP because of Pokemon Uranium or breath of the NES. Um I understand the the need to protect your IP, and I I understand also that they have every right to to like you said, Joe, you know, send for the cease and desist. But it it's just like when you think about it, they're not losing much, you know. What who's yeah. going to hurt? It's supporting so, the the fans and acknowledging the fans.
0: Hunter, say that one more time. I'm sorry because you cut out a little bit. It was a little it was a little robot noise for a moment. Oh no! Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Please just just reiterate on what you just said.
2: Yeah, uh, basically, Nintendo's stance is just silly because they don't really have much to lose in this situation. Like financially, they're not going to lose money on these fan games that people are making. Um, it, it just at, uh, ultimately it says to the people who are making this stuff that they're they're not acknowledging them and um, I wouldn't want to be part of a community like that.
0: Yeah. And uh, it look to protect your IP is another story. That's different from uh, losing money, right? It's like to damage your IP. It's like, complic not complicated concept, but you know, you don't want someone going out there releasing a porn version video game of Mario, right? Like that is damaging the IP. (laughs) That is tainting it. Yeah, that (laughs) is board. Exactly. That is tainting your IP. Uh so that's understandable and that's an extreme, right? There are far less uh outrageous ways to damage an IP and I respect that. But as far as I can tell Maybe I don't know. I'm not in PR. But as far as I can tell, uh, another Metroid 2 remake was not damaging the IP. It was doing favors for it. Uh, and I'll just go yeah. ahead and say it. I downloaded another uh, the Metroid remake. And I downloaded Pokemon Reuranium. And I tried them out. And you know what? They were pretty all right. Because they had a lot of care and love put into them. And I mm-hmm. think that deserves for some uh, you know, some division in Nintendo to be formed so that they could go in, have a look at the game, and have some guidelines. You know, even even if you took the time to do that and then you decided, no, Pokemon Uranium is damaging to the IP, then, all right, at least you took the time to look. But I, I get the feeling that Nintendo yeah. gives not even a second glance to these things. They see their IP being used, and it's time to shut it down.
2: It's I feel like, and again, I'm not super qualified to 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 speak to this. But from what I have observed, I feel like, if anything, these fan projects would be helpful for IP because when, I mean, think of like Overwatch's business model. They keep fans invested with that like slow drip of new content um, that mm-hmm. comes out. It keeps people interested in those projects. And when you're waiting a couple years for new Nintendo games, it's kind of nice to have these fun um, like you said, uh, well-crafted experiences that keep you in uh, maybe not uh, a, the genuine world, but you know the world of of that game.
0: Sure. Yeah. I, again, similar to you, I don't know how uh, you could Nintendo could spin it in their favor, but I can't imagine there's no way to spin it, right? Someone yeah. out there is far smarter than us, and hopefully, those f- smart folks are at Nintendo could figure out a way to spin this in their favor. And get it to uh, bring them some good goodwill and uh, get them get them some kind of revenue. So I I think yeah, absolutely something worth considering in the future.
1: One last thing, just a little a little factoid of the day, based on something that you said. Uh, you said Nintendo would like they'd shut down if the, um someone made a porn game. Someone made a Mario porn parody. Oh, oh nice. no! And Nintendo surprised. tried. Nintendo tried to shut it down. Only to be told that they couldn't because it was a parody and therefore was protected.
0: Oh, so glorious So Nintendo's <laughs> response
1: was to buy the rights to it.
0: <laughs> oh my and god. And they, ne-
1: they still own the rights to this film. Perfect. And uh, they just, they, they own it and they just stop production of it.
0: And I mean, that's, that's how they stopped it. That's a smart so way to do it. Get
2: rich, make a Mario
1: porno. Mm,
0: yeah, just a, a publicize really publicize it, and mm, then wait for
2: Nintendo to oh, you know for the lawyers Hunter, to knock on your door.
0: You're on to something there, sir. We gotta ditch this joint. Start making some Zelda <laughs> parodies. <laughs> let's talk about video games that's what we do here talk about the games we've been playing hunter you've been playing a certain game you're reviewing it could you tell us what it is
2: yeah i still don't know what it is (laughs) it's called get even it just launched this week it's from a polish developer the farm 51 and it is a first person psychological thriller action horror game
0: It's funny because I just watched a trailer. It looked a lot like just a standard Outlast horror game from what I was seeing.
2: Yeah, which is funny too because the name suggests to me something that's like high action,
1: get even, get even.
0: Yeah, like crack, like
1: a Tarantino movie.
0: Yeah, I I picture like a Jason Statham like uh, action car movie something.
2: Yeah, but the premise of the game is you play as this guy who, like many other video game characters has amnesia and um you have a device on your head you've been kidnapped and the device is like an animus from assassin's creed it lets you replay memories Mm. so you have to revisit these memories to figure out who you are why you were kidnapped and (laughs) the premise is really simple and any gameplay you might see is going to be very misleading because i'm this game has a lot more depth to its story and a lot more complexity. Um, yeah. The game world responds to your actions, so there are mul- multiple endings. And I wrote on my tweet, I posted on Twitter, I haven't been as engaged in a game um, since Bioshock Infinite.
0: Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. that That's oh, to suggest right. that you were engaged in uh, Bioshock Infinite. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. Oh, because uh, not a lot yeah. of people
0: liked it. Not a lot of people were sour on that game. I happen to I, like I've it. I've actually been
1: replaying it recently. Oh, um, really? Yeah i I just downloaded it to test the new PC that I got because mm-hmm. I was like i I played this on a Mac and it looked terrible. Oh, oh yeah. So <laughs> i'm I want to yeah. play it when it looks good. And I was like, wow. And i I was actually I was kind of sour on it my first time, but my second time through, I'm really liking Infinite. Sorry, uh-huh. I, I cut you off there, Hunter. I just no, Infinite's a good game. I feel that
2: story is my favorite video game story, but Get Even's pretty good too.
0: Okay, well, well, so compared to best video game story in Hunter's book, it's it's pretty good. That's good to hear.
2: Yeah, I you know I started a new ranking system this week, guys, um, based <laughs> on using Doritos. So um, from low to high, it would be. Um, Nacho cheese. Yeah. Cool ranch.
0: Oh, yes. Sweet,
2: spicy chili. And then they don't make it anymore. Fiery Habanero. Habanero, Ooh, right? baby.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. All yeah right, that's like Hall
2: of Fame for me. So if I rank a video game as Fiery Habanero, yeah. you know, it's a 10 out of 10.
0: Hunter, this that is gold. We, we need to implement this system immediately. Yeah. I, I like this way more than a 100 dust scale. Dust off
2: our <laughs> review policies, you know?
0: There, there you go.
1: <laughs> dust off with the Doritos dust. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hunter, when can we expect uh, this review to be up from you? And when can we... Well, first, I'll edit this out, but when's Embargo up?
2: Oh, the game launched like three days ago.
0: So oh, okay.
2: Um, oh, I only just got the code. Um, right, gotcha.
0: Okay, so we'll we'll cut right back in real here. Fifty one. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Okay, so this game's out already. Uh, you're not quite finished with your review yet, uh, nope. but could you give Starting us my like
2: second playthrough today?
0: Can you give us a verdict on your first playthrough so far?
2: Yeah, very good. Uh, very intricate story that I think people who like story content um in their games are going to enjoy the action when there is action is fun if you like horror games there's lots of segments for you as well so it caters to a lot of different play styles and it's just a really well crafted experience
0: you say it's like a fir- it's like a first person psychological thriller horror game, and yeah. normally those uh, don't involve a lot of like combat or a lot of action. Like the action is normally just chasing, right? right. Like Outlast or Amnesia. So it's this game. What is the action? Can you go into detail at all without yeah, spoiling?
2: I can. So um, I explained that your character is has been kidnapped and he's in an, an insane asylum. Sure. So. When you are in the the present day and you're going through the asylum, those moments are scary. You have a pistol, but your resources are limited. You have to find ammo and lots of jump scares. I was terrified. But when you replay memories, they're normally um, more like action sequences. So there are enemies. You can stealth them, which is really cool. Or you can just go in full force, guns blazing, Mm. Um and there's lots of there's like different weapons you can choose, pistols with silencers. An awesome gun. It's called the corner gun. You you uh stand next to a corner and then you tap your trigger and the gun rotates around the <laughs> corner of the wall, and you get a, a live feed that appears on your screen. You can like snipe around corners. Oh, cool. It's really cool.
0: Oh, that's super cool. I like that. You um, you have sold me on this. Cool. I will say that. Uh, Hunter, when can we expect a review from Young Hunter Wolf on Get Even?
2: Yeah, look for it. I'll say Monday or Tuesday.
0: Cool, Christian. What have you been playing this week? Uh, I
1: I've actually I've been playing a lot of uh, Doom 2016, which I, I'm just going to call it that to differentiate it from the original Doom. Sure. Uh, I. I never got around to it. My laptop wouldn't run it. My new PC does. It runs it beautifully. So I've been definitely enjoying that. Yeah. Uh, but the for review, I've been playing Fable Fortune, mm. which is uh, it's a card battler game based on the Fable franchise.
0: Oh right, yeah, I remember hearing about this. It was this and was E3. It just came. It was just announced recently. Is that right?
1: Yes, and uh, the there's a preview beta that i was <coughs> i've been playing for a preview that'll be up basically as soon as we finish recording this podcast oh okay and uh i i'm i'm enjoying it it's basically hearthstone basically hearthstone, from hearthstone? Oh, um almost not at all okay <laughs> that was one, that was one thing enough. that i one thing that i noticed while playing it was uh the first thing i noticed was this game has no tutorial Ah. And then I started playing it, and I said, never mind, I played the tutorial when I played Hearthstone.
0: There you go. Uh, the, uh,
1: <laughs> Perfect. The main thing that they've changed, which is actually something that I like, because it's a good way of tying the uh, the Fable franchise and what that means to people into the gameplay of a card battler, is you're given goals that you work towards. Mm-hmm. Like um, One goal will be like, oh, spend 32 coins, which is the game's version of mana, and then it'll give you a choice, and you're like, you can fulfill the goal in a good way and get a good bonus, which is generally related to healing, or you can fulfill it in an evil way and get an evil bonus, which is causing damage. And like, it's a card battler, so morality's already kind of like non-existent, but it's still cool, sure. and it ma- like it either makes your character look like, you know, oh benevolent and they're sparkling, or like they get. A bunch hmm. of warlord armor and they're like covered in yes. blood and stuff and I'm like, oh Good. it's a, it's a neat little touch so sure. um i i I'm enjoying it when it launch I think uh it's launching in beta on the eleventh so like if you like hearthstone, it's pretty much hearthstone so. Definitely, definitely give it a shot.
0: I definitely like Hearthstone. I, I, However, I like Hearthstone a lot. It's one of my favorite games. It's uh, definitely the eSport that I am heavily, heavily invested in uh, out of all the eSports. And uh, so I'd be surprised if I like it as much because uh, I'm probably going to be hard on it because uh, I'm a jerk and I like Hearthstone, like I said. <laughs> But uh, I mean is it like the is the mana system like the the coin system like you every turn you get yeah. a new serving of it it's the same <laughs>
1: It it is yeah. exactly the one difference is it starts you at 3 um, Gotcha instead of at 1 which yeah. um the, one of the things I noticed with the game is that uh it's its rounds are much longer than Hearthstones which you would think would be weird because you start at 30 health exactly like Hearthstone again Mm-hmm. and uh, you start at three mana instead. But one thing is, you know how Hearthstone has the, uh, like, the guard things? Or or not guards, but you put it down, and they have, like, the shield, and you have to take them out before you yeah. attack.
0: Taunt. Yeah, they call it They're taunt, annoying.
1: yeah. Um, well, Fable Fortune has something called guard, which sure. isn't a card type. It's every turn for one mana, you can pick one creature, and that creature is the guard for the next turn.
0: Oh, very interesting. Okay. So...
1: Which I, I feel like that actually draws the game out longer. Yeah. Because it's really easy to just buff one guy and then just make them the guard and no one's going to attack them because they're like, that's a 10 10, and yeah. I need to defeat it before next turn. Wow. That's interesting.
0: That's an interesting uh, take. I I always wondered if, like, there would be a good hero power, like, if if Hearthstone ever added a class where, like, you would buff a minion, like, give a minion taunt or give a minion this. But I mean, that would be so incredibly OP in how Hearthstone actually works. But uh, that's interesting. I've never thought of, well, I never thought uh, another card battle would be as much like Hearthstone since games like Gwent and uh Bethesda's uh Elder Scrolls Legends, it's called, yeah. I think, came yeah. out. Like they're all different takes on the card battler genre, which is nice. It's nice to keep it fresh and not copy Hearthstone. But now that there's like a Hearthstone clone out there, I'm interested to see what it has to offer for sure. Yeah. I-
1: I, I think I think it's worth giving a shot. I think they're going to balance <laughs> stuff out a bit more because, like I said, Guard is just a little on the broken side, I think, at this point. Mm, mm. Like, it's just a little too easy to... Because, I, I don't know about you, my average Hearthstone game was, like, 5 to 10 minutes. Like, oh, it
0: depends. Depends yeah, on the meta, yeah.
1: I, I found that it, when I was playing, they tended to go really quickly. Mm. Uh, that's also because I'm terrible at Hearthstone. But um, the I played a round that, like... It was like my first online round, and I was like, I've been playing against bots for a while, and it just went 20 minutes long, and I was like, this is actually really long for a card battler. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, uh, Hearthstone, it depends totally on the meta. Uh, like, I haven't played Hearthstone in a little bit, actually. It just, I dropped off for a minute, but last I was playing, the meta could be, uh, get you to play some really long games, like 10 minutes or even like 15 minutes at a time, because it's all very control based right now. Uh, right. there aren't too many aggro decks out there, so it's not a lot of, you know, aggressive, try and whittle down the health right away. Uh, decks, mostly control and mostly, uh, mid range stuff. So that, uh, Turns out to a slower meta. Yep. Um, but yeah, I didn't it depends. Know,
2: I didn't even know this it, Hearthstone existed as an esport until you just started telling me oh, about yeah, it. Like 100%. I've, yeah, it's big. I knew it was popular, so yeah. I downloaded it on my <clears> phone a couple weeks ago and, and messed around with it. I'm not very good, but yeah, I can imagine. It, it gets that complex.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you certainly should play more Hearthstone, uh, mm-hmm. get addicted like I am, and uh, and then join our Hearthstone show. We're starting, and uh, and I'm now finally uh, we're getting it on the site next week, so I can say that Sweet. we're starting our Hearthstone uh, audio show, uh, and I hope to interview one person each week, uh, different people on the deck that they're playing for that month. Uh, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to ne- necessarily be for the whole month, but normally that's how you run it for a season and you run one or two decks, um, unless you're a casual player and you just like running a bunch of decks, which is totally fine. But uh, we have our first episode going up next week, hopefully. And uh, yeah, if you are playing that Hearthstone, we got to get you on the show either of you uh christian has to be real hearthstone though no no uh fake hearthstone
1: (laughs) wouldn't it be great if i just showed up and i was like yeah i've been running alchemist
0: (laughs) you could say christian shut the hell up i mean alchemist would mean something i forget alchemist uh alchemist is something something's called alchemist in hearthstone but Uh, i'll just be like yeah one card alchemist all right alchemist (laughs) what (laughs) else
1: well this is another thing that it does, like Hearthstone. It has the same like character like based deck. Like uh, there'll be like a class, and then that class has a power, and then sure. there's also decks associated with that. Sure, yeah.
0: yeah. And that was it's the when I first saw that. Good.
1: That was the first moment when I was like, oh, this is very similar to Hearthstone, and <laughs> it just kept going. <laughs> oh,
0: kept this looks a lot like it. Hearthstone, yeah. and then it was very Hearthstone, and yeah. then it was
1: like, oh, I'm playing a
0: Hearthstone again. But yeah.
1: no, I, I say that and it sounds like I'm really like hating on it. I actually really did enjoy it. Um, cool. And I definitely recommend checking it out. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. There was a part of me that was kind of like, I'm not sure this is exactly what the Fable franchise needs right now.
0: Mm. Like, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. There's there's it, that whole story with uh, bit Fable. where, where what's, It's a big question mark right what, now. What's happening to Fable?
1: And yeah. uh, hard, like part of me feels almost like I'm not a huge fable fan, but part of me is kind of sad that it's like sunk to hearthstone clone,
0: but it sure. is a really
1: fun hearthstone clone.
0: Yeah. The the fable IP is basically just being uh, used at this yeah. point. Just uh, it's, it's being milked for whatever it's worth at this point. So mm-hmm. I, I feel you definitely. It's always sad to see something like that. A beloved franchise, whether by you or by many. uh, Yeah. Always sad. I understand.
1: Uh, just remembering the Metal Gear Solid pachinko machines.
0: Oof. I did not, I did not or know the, about those. I had Silent no Hill capability to remember. Machines. Oof. Oh, sad. Sad news. Alright, so I uh, I won't talk too much about the games I'm playing. I'm, I played, like I said, I got sick and I just could not focus on anything. Uh, I tried to go to work a couple of times and it was just a ter- terrible idea. Uh, so after... A couple days of working, I decided I was sick. I went to the doctor. He said, you're very sick. Do not work. And (laughs) so I stayed home, and I downloaded Minecraft on the Switch. And like I said before, it's surprising. I was just... I picked it up because I just wanted something mind-numbing to do, and I've played dozens of hours of Minecraft already through the several years it's come to different uh, consoles and stuff. But I also remembered that I I never liked the phone version because phones are garbage, and so I wanted it to come to a portable like handheld console. And it finally came to Vita at some point, but the Vita version was just... Totally, uh, the world was totally truncated and uh, it just didn't run very well. It just wasn't worth it. So um, I just put Minecraft away after that. And now I realize, oh, Minecraft came out on a handheld and I'm enjoying this thoroughly. And I am invested. Mm. I have my farm. I have my, uh, I have a house that I'm now expanding. I'm doing renovations on the house. I have a tower I'm working on. And uh, I'm looking at the map right now, seeing where I can explore. It's getting real. And uh but I haven't played with anyone yet, and that's mm. normally not how I've played it. I've mostly played it like single player when I first started playing, and then I found out later through a friend that like oh the whole point is multiplayer. So I'm wondering if you guys ever played Minecraft, and if so, did you play it single player or more oh, multiplayer? Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> I I, I played, played mostly single player. Um, yeah, I I re-downloaded it uh, solely. Li- well, I redownloaded it solely because uh, my girlfriend is really into Minecraft. Hmm. Like I, okay. I didn't know that for the longest time. She's like, Crazy yeah, my girlfriend. My
0: girlfriend yeah. can't get her to play Minecraft. hates it. She was, she was oh, just like, such yeah, such
1: a
2: low barrier to entry.
1: Yeah, but um, I, I actually have not played it with her, but I have it downloaded and I haven't touched it.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: But yeah, I Hunt, I've only played it single player.
0: Okay. Hunter, did you play single player, multiplayer? How did you uh, enjoy your Minecraft?
2: Uh, I play I lo- I played it both ways and I prefer it both ways it, depending on what mood I'm in. Sure. Um when I'm playing multiplayer, typically things don't it, typically it's always like a mad dash to get to the end, right? Um, oh sure we never get there but when i do single player that's when i'm um i try to be creative in, in single player i don't like using creative mode but also multiplayer is frustrating because whenever i play with my friends they always um create giant penis blocks around yeah, the that's world the best.
0: that's what minecraft is for i thought
2: yeah but i work so hard on those worlds i don't want giant pink penises everywhere <laughs>
0: No, I uh, no. That's what you need. Oh no, I I remember work playing with friends finally, uh, and I we we got on the server that we had, and like they had, I didn't know they had a server that was running on an old PC that was running in like a friend's basement. Uh, yeah. We were living in our folks' houses at the time. You know, this was some years ago, and yeah. uh, I have the PC right here. It's the server PC, and like my friends, when I first started getting into the game industry. They uh they saw what I was working on. It was this like Lenovo all in one PC. It was like, you know, one of those monitors that was also the computer. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it, you know, took about fifteen minutes to run a YouTube video at like twelve oh, frames my. per second. It was a nightmare. And my friend saw this. He's like, This is unacceptable, Joe. You can't be a video game journalist and have this piece of garbage <laughs> on mm-hmm. your piece on your desktop. So they got together and they like this was a PC they had built out of old parts they had. Like one guy had an old graphics card, the other guy had an old motherboard. They put it together yeah. and they fished it out of their disaster. Yeah, uh, exactly. my Gosh, they they fished it out of their out of their basement, whosoever basement it was in, and they brought it to my house. They put like a couple new parts that they had uh, scrounged up, and they got me a keyboard. And they put me, they set me up, and I owe my career basically to them. Uh, wow. But now I have my PC, and I've stolen their PC. It's mine now. They can't have it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it sits here and now. But that was the Minecraft PC. So that That's was awesome. a that was a funny pretty, funny. You little thing. owe
2: your your career to Minecraft.
0: It's technically true. Yeah. Well, to yeah. the sacrificial Minecraft server. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. The sacrificial Minecraft server. That sounds like one of those bad, like, uh, creepypastas.
0: Yes, it does. It will be. We'll get there. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Gaming Trend Reboot. My name, as I have told you, is Joe DeClara, and you can find all my stuff on the website. I write the news there and uh so just check there for my junk you can follow me on twitter at joey dagabonuts uh but hunter wolf is an editor as well and he can be found at hunter hunter underscore wolf on twitter with an e with an e wolf with an e i knew that though but they don't know (laughs) so we need to say so i understand uh and your review of get even even? Yeah. yeah and
2: and i have uh one or two more E3 previews uh, in the kitchen. I I think I've put out like
0: Several. 12 of these puppies a at lot of, this point. A lot, of, a lot of content from Hunter Wolf on the E3 show floor. So check all of that out. There's a nice uh, E3 banner at the homepage yeah. of GamingTrend.com. So check out all and, that stuff.
2: Yeah, I'm particularly uh, happy with my Sea of Thieves preview, which you guys can check out. Is my game of show uh, personally at E3.
0: Got it. So check out the Sea of Thieves preview from Hunter Wolf. All the other Hunter Wolf previews are garbage. Don't even look at them <laughs> yeah, and move on. <laughs> no. Uh, no Christian, there's some terrible
2: VR games in there. I'm not kidding.
0: <laughs> no, not at all. Cur- there's uh, some
2: terrible
1: VR games everywhere. Chris- yeah. Christian,
0: you are on Twitter and you are at Locker Kid. Is that right? Yes. I I it. am. All right.
1: And uh, you can check out my review of Fable Fortune when that goes up. In the well, I was gonna say later in tonight, but that'll be in the past for you guys. Sure, so. this goes
0: up Monday, so it'll be up by the time you're listening to this. I think
1: exactly,
0: perfect. Uh, I have no specific content. Oh, look out for our Hearthstone show it should be up hopefully by Monday, called the Mana Drop, and uh, hopefully we'll get you fools on to talk about some Hearthstone decks at oh, some point. No, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But uh call gentlemen, you the manager ropper gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me this week. I appreciate your time.
2: Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.